Welcome, welcome, welcome to the night shift of DJ Kevin. The sound of ill blaze in the background. A track called Show Me. Want to say big up to each and everyone locked in right now? Those near, those far. Wanna say blessings to those who are locked in from across the pond on one ham on the radio. Top of the morning to you guys over there in the UK. King Genius, Queen Genius, much love to you. Wanna say much love to those who are locked in out of New Jersey. Hanging out on NIE Radio with the motivator. My brother from another mother. Blessings to those who are locked in on Mix102.com. Also representing out of Jersey. Much love to those who are locked in out of New York. Hanging out on Island Worldwide, exhibiting the power of music. China Nicole, Gary, much love. Blessings to those on Reggae Pulse Radio. DJ Atomic Force on the crew. Blessings to you, you and you. I want to say big ups to those who are locked in on the Foundation Radio Network, ClintonLindsay.com. Big ups, Mr. Lindsay, veteran in the business. Some puzzling things going on over here. Show me where you work here, crazy. Show me where you work here, Makes you start wondering what technology is doing. Wanna say much love to those who are locked in. And uh, the home of the night shift to DJ Kevin Stew, KevinStew.com. Those on tune in radio. On the night shift to DJ Kevin Stew, welcome to you. Something happened to my. Something happened to my 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 screen. And I can see my guest, but you can't. That's crazy. I know I can hear her. Let's see if we can get her to say hello. Uh, say hello. Hello. See, we can hear her. I don't know why we can't see her. I can see you. I can see you. 
It's just that my other my, my streaming software is not seeing you for some reason. Crazy. The funny thing is, it was seeing this other screen earlier. <laughs> That's the funny thing. Ah, some more formalities. Let me get them out the way before I get to talking. Alright, so I want to thank uh, my segment sponsors, Pulsey Media Group and Being in a Moment is Price. Let's go ahead and give them a call. They take care of things like videos, photos, streaming and advertising. They host my website and they can host yours too. 754-999-1140 is the number that gets you in touch. Thank you, Pulsey Media Group. I want to say thank you to Althea and her healing heavenly hands. Althea is a licensed massage therapist operating out of Broad County, North Miami, and South Palm Beach counties. She comes to you, bringing her table, her oils, and over 20 years massage therapy experience. Give her a call, 954-655-9000. Schedule your appointment today. She only has one request outside of paying her. It's that you get off her table and go sleep somewhere else when she's done. It's called the Kevin Stew Clause. Yeah, I'm always falling asleep on her table. I want to say thank you to the Global Base. The Global Base is your one-stop shop for everything related to marketing, promotion, social media, music, and event planning. You can count on the team to welcome you like family and create everything your heart desires. Go ahead and get him a link today. Check them out at theglobalbase.com. That's D-A-Global-B-A-S-E.com. Link them up. Tell them Kevin Stew sent you. I want to say thank you to McNeil Trucking. With McNeil Trucking, your goods are in good hands. They're veteran-owned, licensed, and insured movers in the state of Florida. So you want to move from the Keys up to Jacksonville. Want to move from over Naples to Palm Beach. From Pompano to Pensacola. And all points in between. You want to put some things in storage? You don't have the manpower, you don't have the transportation? Don't worry. You have the name, you have the number. McNeil Trucking. 954-406-9740. Thank you, McNeil Trucking. I want to say a special welcome to those who are locked in out of Jamaica on Earth 96 FM. Special blessings to you. The land of my birth. Now multiple ways that you can get locked in. You can go to YouTube Live, you can go to KevinStew.com. Of course, KevinStew.com is the home of the Night Shift to DJ Kevin Stew, where you have viewing pleasure. You have interactive pleasure. You can interact by way of... Excuse me. The chat room. Well, everybody calls it the chat room. It's really the stew pot. Regular people call it the chat room. Because we're fancy on KevinStew.com, we call it the stew pot. It's where we keep things interactive and bubbling. It's free to jump on in. 
You don't need to register, you don't need to offer your firstborn an internal organ or a blood sacrifice. Just go to kevinstew.com and you are there. Say hi. Remain anonymous or put your name so that we know who we're interacting with. The choice is yours. This one available is in the background. Inviting you to show me what you're working with. Show me where you're working with. For those of you who haven't done so yet, I invite you to get your copy of the audiobook. Which audiobook? The one I narrated just last year. It's called Empowered Essential Concepts and Strategies Every Woman Should Know About Self Defense. It's available on Audible. Of course, the easy way to get to it, go to kevinstew.com, click on the book image that is on the website. It takes you to exactly where you need to go to get your copy. Uh, keep it for yourself, get two, give one as a gift. Empowered Essential Concepts and Strategies Every Woman Should Know About Self-Defense Authored by Jonathan Field Narrated by yours truly, Kevin Stew If you haven't gotten on board with the challenge as yet You know it's never too late It's just that uh, it may be harder to get into the flow of things And the 78390 challenge is what I'm talking about If you're not familiar with it yet, get familiar with it right now you save in increments of $10 each month, right? So the first month it was $10, the second month it was $20, you know, 10 times 2, and so forth. So this month would have been an $80 month. This is where the challenge gets harder, right? At the end of the year, if you're saving in $10 increments, you'd have saved $780. If you're saving in $5 increments, you'd have saved $390. It's how it works really easy. Get on board right now. Let me know what your progress is like, those of you who have been on board all along. Of course, the phone lines will be open for you to call in and say hi, hello, ask a question here or there, give your opinion, tell your story. 773-789-STU is the number that gets you in touch. 773-789-7839. You can call, text, WhatsApp, Telegram from anywhere in the world. And you'll be right here live and in living color. So go ahead. Call a friend, tell a friend, friends of your friends, friends of your enemies, enemies of your friends and your enemies too. Call up everybody. Let them know the night shift with DJ Kevin Stew is on. It's Healthy Love Night. Tonight we have a special guest. And we're talking women's health. But not just everyday women's health. Specifically, we're talking about womb health. Yeah. So let's uh, talk about the womb, man. Shall we? While we're talking, I'll still try to see if I can figure out what's going on with this video. Unfortunately, you all will be stuck in the beginning, maybe the, all, the whole broadcast, just looking at me. But you won't be only hearing me. I get the pleasure of seeing my guest tonight. Uh, unfortunately, you don't. Cheers to you, too. <laughs> Having a beverage over there. I don't know what's in that glass. I wish y'all were seeing this. I'm going to try to figure it out. 
Go ahead, take yourself off mute. Go ahead, take yourself off mute. We're ready to hear your voice. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest for the evening is about to join us live and in living color for the first time on the night of the DJ Kevin Stew. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you... Boy, this woman has so many names, but she only using three of them tonight. <laughs> Ramona Spence Riley joins us tonight to talk about womb health. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, 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 Ramona. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> She's over there dying. <laughs> But you're laughing as well. It's a mutual laughter. It's good. That's good. That's a good thing. Well, you know, you infected me. You know, laughter is infectious. And I saw you over there laughing. So I, I couldn't help but laugh too. But um, we're talking woman's health. Womb, the play on words. I, I like it. I've always loved it. <laughs> the play on words, that is. Not to say, you know, I don't. Yeah. Anyway, so oh, you haven't gotten there. <laughs> no rocket. <laughs> uh, how are you, Ramona? <laughs> how are you doing? But thank you. I am good. I'm really good. No complaints. Awesome. Going with the flow. Awesome, awesome. You know, it's, it's it's good to go with the flow and not be taken away by the flow. Um. 100%. Tonight we're talking womb health, and you have you have a real interesting story as it relates to your journey towards womb health and well overall woman's woman health. And because of your own journey, you embarked on a journey to help other women um, to overall health, and it's not just. The, the the health of the womb or the health of the vagina, but overall health. Talk to us a little bit about who you are and what got you on this path to woman's health. Okay. Um, so what I will say is since I have, as a young girl, um, I'm, and I'm talking teens, uh, I always had like very painful periods, right? Mm -hmm. But it was the norm. It's what people know. It's what women know when it comes to um, periods and reproductive health. Your periods are supposed to hurt and you're supposed to have bloating. You're supposed to have all these other symptoms that come with it. And unfortunately, my when my mom took me to the doctor, you know, their answer to my my pain was birth control put her on birth control. Birth control will fix it. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't even having sex. So it wasn't even, I, was, I must have been like 14 or 15. So it wasn't about actual need of birth control, but it was more about, you know, them trying to help balance my hormones using the birth control. Right. Of course, mom did it. You know, uh, it's my mother. I, I follow her lead. And from there, the, the, the issue started, right? So I had that issue. As I got older and I was in college, I ended up developing like cysts. 
And these were simple cysts that would like come on my ovaries that would like burst every so often. So I would be hospitalized for two days and it was just really insane. But as time went on, fertility itself was really never an issue for me, right? So I got pregnant many times, that wasn't a stress. And so I never really thought that something was wrong with me reproductively because even though I have painful periods or I have cysts that's bursting every three months, at the end of the day, I'm getting pregnant and I'm having my period every month. And so everything seems quite what people would call normal. Hmm. Years and years went by. And when I turned 29, I had a miscarriage. And I was probably about two and a half months pregnant at that time. And I couldn't understand how I had a miscarriage. Like, like I couldn't get, oh, how did I, how was that? Mm. So I went to my UI. And in doing so, we did an ultrasound and they found out that I had this condition that I had never heard about called andenmyosis. And this condition, havoc on your uterus. It is like a uterus issue, right? So it makes your uterus ill-shaped. It makes you bleed all the time. And apart from that, it makes ovulation really painful. So your period sucks before it comes, it sucks during, it sucks after, and then when it comes to um, ovulation, it sucks too. So I literally had like a week or a little less than a week of normalcy every single month. So when they did this ultrasound and they saw that I had andenmyosis and I read up about it and what it is, I realized, oh my God, I've been suffering with this for years and had no idea. Mm. So my doctor, said to me, you know, you will always probably be able to get pregnant. That is not the issue. But carrying the baby full term is going to be an issue. And you will always have a miscarriage. So the first thing was hysterectomy. You need to have a hysterectomy. Take out your uterus. We'll give you medication so that you don't have to go through too much of the um, early menopause symptoms and keep it moving. And I'll tell you, I schedule that um i cried i weeped i in myself was like okay this is what i need to do this is for the betterment of myself i had two boys already like i need to be okay i need to be healthy mentally physically so that i can be the best mom to these boys right anyway as time went on i wasn't very comfortable with knowing that i was going to know remove my entire uterus and so I thought to myself, there's got to be another way, you know. So you're, I'm praying about it and all these things. And then one day I was just like, oh, let me try the natural. And I didn't know what the natural way meant. I had no idea, no idea, Kevin, like what does that mean? But there had to be something else. So I started to look into things like the food I'm eating or the foods that are better for me. Mm -hmm. uh, I looked at things like breath work and how I can use breath the actual inhale and exhale to heal myself. I looked into color therapy and sound therapy and I use color and sound therapy to, again, heal my reproductive system. Color Three months later, and sound? Yes. So you were color coloring? You got some crayons and just went... Uh, <laughs> no, I was using color through visualization and meditation and like... Huh putting the colors on my fingernails, wearing the color, like anything about color. Okay. 
right? And so I was using sound in terms of the notes. Like, let's say, for example, on the piano, I was using different notes, different frequencies. You play the piano? Of course, um, trying to change my diet and that type of thing. Three months later, um, I became pregnant. And of course, there wasn't an excitement for me because I knew that the doctor had told me already that getting pregnant is not the issue. It's staying pregnant, right? And it's, okay. it's carrying a baby long term. That is what you probably will never be able to do. Right. And so I went to OBGYN, of course, because, you know, you're now pregnant. You're doing your ultrasound, your first ultrasound. And as I told you, I was not excited about it, right? Because I was like, this is going to fail anyway. And when I went into the ultrasound and they did it, the ultrasound tech was like, I don't see your andenmyosis. And I was like, what do you mean? You don't see it. She's like, you don't have it. And I was like, what do you mean I don't have it? And she was like, no, man, you don't have it. There's nothing there. There's no evidence of your uterus in any ill shape, um, sick. There's no nothing. Your, your uterus looks healthy. Your, the lining of your uterus looks healthy. The baby looks healthy. Everything looks fantastic. And I was like, oh, my God, what the heck? So with that, I decided to myself that because I had used natural methods to heal myself, mm-hmm. I was going to continue this natural way throughout this birthing process, right? Makes sense. So I continued to eat properly. Um, I ended up taking a course called hypnobirthing because, of course, now with all this natural thing going on, Kevin, I did not want to go to no hospital and go have no baby, right? Because now, you know, I am now awakened, if you want to say that, right? <laughs> and so I found a birth center, I found a midwife, and I did this course called hypnobirthing. And they said that hypnobirthing, you would hypnotize yourself during your labor birthing process and it would remove the pain from you you thought oh well that sounds fantastic i've never heard of it before i don't know if it works i don't know if that makes sense but you know it's it's hypnosis so it should make sense it should work right but then but then it kind of doesn't make sense because if this is a real thing then how come i've never heard about it before this is like my third pregnancy i'm now 30 years old you know what i mean versus you know hearing about this before right right anyway so i did the course and of course still i didn't know if it was going to work but i did what i had to do i practiced the things i did all my homework i remember waking up one night the 7th of november and i was i woke up in pain and i was like oh crap right now she was due the 7th right Mm -hmm. so i knew that okay this okay i'm in labor right now and it was excruciating i was stressed and i called my midwife and i said i don't think i can do this 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 home birth something you know Let's, let's just go to the hospital. Let's just do that. And she was like, no, just meet me at the birthing center. And from there, we'll do whatever we need to do to make you comfortable. But just meet me there. Mm-hmm. So I climbed down the stairs. I, I crawled literally into the back seat of my suburban while my husband, at the time, my husband was driving. And I sat down in the back and I lied down. Now, I lived in South Carolina. So at that point, you know, 
it's November, so it's like 20 something degrees. Um, and I jumped in and he drove. We went on the highway, we're heading there. And as I got into the car, I told myself, hit no birthing. Hmm? Do your birthing. And I started to do it. And I promise you, I felt no pain. I felt no stress. By the way, I'm on the highway, okay? My husband's driving. He's stressed out because he doesn't hear me moaning, groaning, nothing. He's seen me in two other births before. Right. So every minute he's touching me, like, because he thinks I'm a, I don't know if I'm a faint or Yeah, you're no longer <laughs> conscious at this point, as far as he's concerned. <laughs> clearly so strong behind him right and every time he would touch me i would be like honey you're throwing off my thing just allow me for doing i am okay i'm okay i just remember saying i'm okay yes i remember my water in the of the the uv and my boys who i had before their my water never broke on its own right the midwife always used her um to, to burn so this was something new to me. And I was like, oh, crap, look what's happening. Mm -hmm. Anyway, as we went on and as we were on the highway, coming off of the highway, in my head, in my body, in everything, all I could feel was, I just want to breathe. I just want to release. And so, by the way, I have on pants right now. Mm -hmm. I don't even like, I have on a sweatshirt top. Uh, I'm a, um, we call it a, the hoodie thing. Mm -hmm. I literally just exhaled her out of my vagina, right? Into my pants, right? On the way to the birth center. No pain, no nothing. Like, living my best life. What? Went to the birth center. And my husband pulled up, right? Of course, I had a full plan of what I wanted my birth to be. I wanted a water birth. I had my birth doula. I had my midwife. And everyone was waiting on me. The water was already set waiting on me with all of the, the, the herbs and the petals and the, all the excitement that I wanted because I was being very extra, this, this birth around. <laughs> and everything happened before I could even enjoy the extraness. So I got to there. By the time I got there, I had already birthed her. I pulled her out of my pants because I literally birthed her in my pants or in my husband's pants, right? I took her out. I put her on my breasts. And the next thing I knew, my midwife crawled into the SUV and was like, what the hell? She's here already? Like, are you wow. superwoman? What is really going on? Like, how this happened? And my plan was to have a lotus birth with her. And a lotus birth means that you don't cut the umbilical cord once the baby is born. You leave the baby connected to the umbilical cord until it naturally drops off. And the reason why that was my plan was because that's where you get all the extra stem cells and all the extra niceness, right? So you never want to cut your umbilical cord as baby is born. Give it 15 minutes, give it 20 minutes, and you get all the nutrients. So people pay thousands and thousands of dollars for for um, the stem cells and, 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 and putting it into a bank and all of that. Waste of money. You don't need to do that. Just be connected for at least 15 to 20 minutes. Allow the umbilical cord to be limp. Then they cut it and you're good to go. So my, OB, my midwife at the time said to me, listen, it's really cold outside. Things are happening. 
I really want to cut this thing. Can we do that? And I said, okay, that's fine. It was had already been past 15 minutes. She would have already gotten all of that extra stem cell stuff. And I said, okay, fine. Mm -hmm. It was just a beautiful, beautiful experience. Because of that experience, I thought to myself, no, man, if other women knew about this, they would do this, right? This is like, it's like, who wouldn't, who wouldn't choose to do this? Now, don't get me wrong. I had spent like $400 to learn the course, but I mean, it's cheaper than getting an epidural, right? And in terms of my bill back, I have that, that, that the, the side effects that the epidural will have, like losing your hair and being uncomfortable and, you know, breast milk being affected and all those things. Potential spinal so, damage. Exactly. So because of all of that, that opened up my whole world to like the birthing world. So when mm. I started this whole wellness journey, educating women and that kind of thing, it was actually from the birth world. Because that was like that major thing that impacted my life. Mm-hmm. As I, did that, I then realized that I, 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 I would network and meet women that would suffer from hormonal and reproductive issues. So after that whole birthing thing and me becoming a birth doula and a postpartum doula, a placenta specialist, and just working with that whole that whole birthing aspect, I then branched off. And then that's when I got into the wellness, the wellness of the woman, the wellness of the body. And then it's all history after that. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. You, you know, that's, that's if, if nothing is an intro, that is. Because... W- you just blew my mind with this 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 hypno birthing thing it, it it's it's who would have thunk it so who I'm, would've thunk it? I'm, I'm i'm going to here i am a woman in my final trimester about to pop and there's this thing that i could do that one could really lower my medical bill Two, could make the whole process so much easier. And less traumatic. And three, that's where I was going with the third one. So much less traumatic on both me, the mother, and my child. Oh, but wait, it gets better. Because there's less trauma for the dad, too. 100%. So... Never heard of it before, before this very moment. Never heard of it. This hypnobirthing. And I, I don't think I know anybody that's on... I, I usually know somebody that's pregnant. I don't know. Uh, all of a sudden, I don't know anybody. Can't think of anybody right now that's pregnant to, to share this with. However, I know some young people and there's time. So... I'll be able to share this with somebody at some point. Now, how did how was it that you heard of the hypnobirthing thing? So my midwife actually had said she mentioned it to me, and I'm not sure, and I never asked, and maybe I should, right? Her, um, she 
mentioned it to me. She said, listen, this is an option. Um, you know, and of course she's never done it. So she doesn't know personally, but um, she has clearly been at different births that women had done this type of course and it had worked for them. And so I did it, you know what I mean? And I remember my husband, I mean, like, because it's, hypnobirthing is like, it's a couple thing. So just like Lamaze, just like the Bradley method, there are many birthing techniques, okay? Right, right. In the in the in the jamaican caribbean society we've probably only heard about lamas yes. right because that's what did the first time i had when i was first pregnant with my my first son lamas it helped nothing it did i, I don't even mm, 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 mm. <laughs> i felt it, mm, mm. it wasn't a thing right <laughs> but the fact that you can learn how to breathe Yes. and not feel pain and this goes this is not just about birthing right because i remember i had a, my youngest son you know i remember one time he he like booked his toe or something like that and he was bawling down the place and he's very emotional all right so him very extra <laughs> and he was I, and i and i remember holding his hand and saying rohan breathe with mommy let's inhale and i did the inhale and we did the release and we did the inhale and we did the same thing that we'd have, I would have done while birthing. Mm -hmm. And in less than 45 seconds, he squeezed my hand and said, Mommy, the pain gone. And I was like, I know, baby, that's why we're breathing it out, right? So it's not just about birthing, right? We can use breath work to help us with birthing we can use breath work to bring ourselves to a sexual orgasmic state we can use breath work to be relaxed we can use breath work to do anything that we want to do pause for a moment the and the exhale is everything okay uh, hold on one second hold the most dangerous part of the call um just breathing <laughs> in less than a minute can take some pain away mm -hmm. yes, how, sir. How, how you do this breathing well people can't see you but i can see you so i'm going to to, to, to mirror what you are <laughs> doing as as you describe it if, if it's not clear enough for for your with the description t t guide me through this in 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 since it takes less than a minute you can guide me through this process in less than a minute Talk to me. Okay, so what we want to do is we want to make sure we inhale through the nose and we slowly inhale. So it's a gentle inhale through the nose, filling our lungs to its capacity. Once it's gotten to its capacity, then we slowly release, but we release through our nose. It's not through the mouth. So we inhale through the nose and we release through the nose, okay. okay? Differently from using the mouth to exhale, okay? No, I'm not going to knock using the mouth to exhale because sometimes that can release certain things and release certain tensions that are great. Mm -hmm. Hypnobirthing, it's not about the mouth. It's about the nose, inhaling through the nose, exhaling through the nose. And as you do that, 
you realize that different parts of your body at a quicker rate become more relaxed. Hmm. So when you wake up tomorrow morning, Kevin, and you do your meditation, uh -huh. right? You're going to do your meditation or your visualization, whatever it is that you do, right? You're going to do that just inhaling through the nose and exhaling through the nose. And you're going to find that when you do that, yes. it puts you almost in a state where you, you're so relaxed. You want to just not necessarily sleep, but you're just so comfortable. You're just so relaxed. So that in through the nose and out through the nose, that is one of the techniques that I would teach in hypnobirthing. So of course, because hypnobirthing works so well, what did the Ramona Spence do? Ramona Spence went and got her certification to teach it. Oh, wow. <laughs> it changed my life. Right. So I wanted to be able to help other women as well. So use a, you, the very same technique is used to soothe pain to relax the mind to relax the body to I, yep. you mentioned even orgasmic st states so orgasmic is different right orgasmic is different in terms of the breath work that you would use but you can use breath work and i try to educate people to use breath work to be able to bring yourself to an orgasmic state so you don't need a person so the way, mm -hmm. the same way how would probably think about masturbation. Can I say that? Can I say masturbation on the air? Yes, you can. Okay. So the same. This is, so the this, same this is a very educational program. So yes, you can. Okay. So the same way that you would use masturbation to be able to come to a climax and that type of thing is the same way that you can use breath work to come to a climax, right? Okay. Um, that's, like tantric, that's like tantric um, practices. Yes. Yes. So tantric sex uses a lot of breath work. A lot. Okay. Big fan of tantric sex. Huge. Yeah. So it is, it's the whole experience with little to none of the penetration. So, exactly. So you should be able to orgasm without penetration. And you should also be able to orgasm with penetration. Gotcha. And you should be able to orgasm with foreplay. And you should be able to orgasm with just brushing your hand against your chest. Not touching your nipples, not touching anything. You're just brushing your hand against, using your breath work, and coming to an orgasm. Yes, that, that is a thing. That can keep. That can be. So, all right. As it relates to health. The health of the individual, because no, 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 we've we've really crossed the line of womb health and woman's health and gone into overall health because we all breathe. And right. we all have these experiences. Um, we experience pain. We experience pleasure. We experience orgasms. Well, some people have missed out, but I guess they need really to breathe. They need to breathe. <laughs> So here it is. This technique helped you to deliver your last child pain free, um, push free, <laughs> because you didn't do a push. I didn't. I breathed out. You exhaled. Literally. And so, so you literally waited to exhale and you exhaled and there she came. 
there she was. Now, so you, but it's not the only thing that that played a role in getting you to this point, because there's a whole lot more to it than just breathing. There's the other parts of taking care of self. Yes. So tell us a little bit about the other parts of, of, of that overall journey because you had to be in a pretty healthy state to be able to deliver this child the way you did. Um, keep the umbilical cord attached as long as you did. because And, and that's another mind-blowing thing because we've always been... I guess we were conditioned to believe that as the baby comes out, it's snip, snip time for the umbilical call. What I did hear at one point, why it is that facilities do this is to harvest the stem cells. 100%. So that's why you keep it connected so that you can get that stem cell in your baby and your baby will never need that. You will never have to store it. You will never have to pay a monthly fee for the stem cell just in case your baby ends up with some kind of thing. The fact that your baby has been connected for this amount of time means that most likely they will never end up with that condition that you're trying to keep them from because they've gotten that extra niceness. What has been the health of your daughter since birth? What has that been like? It's been fantastic. She is literally the smartest child I have. Ugh, I hope the boys aren't listening. <laughs> uh, it, it, like, she is like superwoman, right? She is super and she's always been super from she was born. Um, and I know that is because of her, not just her birth, but the way the, her pre, the prenatal aspect. And then after as well. No, don't get me wrong. She was my third child, so I had been through it. So she got the best version of everything because right, I had right. no standing about everything. Knew I wasn't a um, a young mom because the first my first son I had him when I was twenty four. Okay. Right. Um, my second son I had him at twenty seven, and then with Reagan I had her at thirty. And so I was definitely at a completely different place, understanding more things. But for her and her development and all of these things, mm -hmm. um, it has been it has been beautiful to see how she has grown and and see her understanding. You know, like I have to remind myself all the time when we have conversations. She's ten. She's ten, <laughs> right? Because. I find myself having certain conversations with her and I'm just like, this might not be the most appropriate thing. Right. right. I'm not because I'm talking to her about sex or whatever, but just because most 10 year olds, you can't even fathom this type of conversation, much less have it and have something to say that makes sense, you know? Right, so right. I'm really grateful for that. Well, you know, different set of children being born these days you know they, they come out of the womb using devices so and knowing things yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. again that is the conditioning that is our society so things are different you know what i mean i was born in 1982 i mean it's very different then than it is now in Indeed. 2003 100 right 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 in definitely so there is 
going back to focus a little bit on the woman and the womb. Mm-hmm. Your condition is one where you are told that, you know, yeah, the keeping of the baby thing, that, that, that is next to impossible, basically. But you managed to do it. You managed to reverse this condition altogether. What were some of the things that you implemented for you that worked? And as a result, you are now trying to, you are now on the journey to sharing that experience with others. So one of the main things I did was change my diet, right? Everything starts in the gut, Kevin. Everything mm-hmm. starts. Indeed. Right? So we're talking about high blood pressure. It starts in the gut. Autism, it starts in the gut. Diabetes, it starts in the gut. Infertility, it starts in the gut. It's all about the gut. Okay, the digestive system on a whole. So we're talking about the liver and everything there. Okay, the stomach, all of that. Healing that, detoxing that, fixing that allows the other systems to be able to play on that okay Mm. so with me changing my diet i think that was a huge part okay so when people suffer from um let's say they have some kind of mental issue right um maybe they're depressed Maybe they suffer from anxiety, whatever. That is also a gut thing. So there are things that we want to stay away from. If we suffer from any kind of medical issue, dairy, you love the cow, Hmm. but the cow love you, right? So we are talking anything from the cow. If it's the meat, if it's the milk, if it's the cheese, if it's the whatever, Okay, mucus is one of the main issues that creates an issue that creates this huge entire issue for us. So you have people that suffer from things like um, arthritis, mm-hmm. right? What is arthritis? Arthritis is mucus. It's the mucus that is lining the body or lining certain parts of the body. So if it's the fingers, if it's the toes, if it's the whatever, the mucus is not allowing oxygen to come to the body in a certain way and so the body now reacts and responds to the fact that there is a lack of oxygen Hmm. make sense does make sense yes and so removing the dairy out of our helps now of course not only that but dairy is also not your friend in terms of hormonal so if you suffer from any hormonal issue it could be cysts, it could be PCOS, it could be fibroids, it could be endometriosis. I don't care. It could be blocked tubes. And when I say blocked tubes, I mean blocked fallopian tubes. Yes. This type of thing, at the end of the day, most times, is because there is too much dairy in the body. Hmm. So when we remove this dairy, when we shift that, you find that, guess what? The woman heals. She doesn't suffer so much. She doesn't have so much painful periods. And and let's just break it down to periods alone. 
I'm talking a 16-year-old girl. If you get her off of dairy and she has painful periods and she has bloating and she has headaches, if you get her off of dairy and give her, of course, one and two little, little supplements and, and stuff from, from, from the vagina lady, a.k.a. Ramona Spence, <laughs> you, find, you find that now she doesn't have any symptoms whatsoever, right? Because sometimes with these hormonal things... The period tells a story, Kevin. Okay. I say to my clients, not that I don't want them to do an ultrasound, right? Because doing an ultrasound, me knowing for a fact is always great. And them knowing as well is always good. But I don't even need to make my client an ultrasound. When they tell me their symptoms, it makes sense. Right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Painful periods long periods, um, clotty periods, these things let me know that there's something wrong. Right. When I had this, my periods lasted 12 days from beginning to end. So it's including the spotting and the heavy day and the this and the that, right? 12 when I healed days? myself, 12 days. When I healed myself, up until now, guess how long my period is? Four? Just guess. One day. Can, I have a... Uh-uh. Nope. Mm -mm. I ain't taking as it. Soon, listen. One day? As soon as period starts, it's over. It's great. No clots. No, no stress. No bloating. No nothing. My nipples don't even get that stressed. Nipples get stressed I, in periods? I, Easy breezy period. Wait, hold on. And I every month to have an easy breezy period. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You you just said something that uh, I, again I was you breasts get stressed in the menstrual cycle. Yeah, your nipples like a lot of women, their nipples get very sensitive, and so they can't touch them, and so you know they might go to sleep with a bra or something like that because the nipples are very sensitive. Right. Before the period starts. Yes. Right. Usually once the period starts, it's not that sensitive. But before what they call like that PMS, that pre-menstrual. Right. A lot of times the nipples are very sensitive. Right. That's right. no situation. I don't know anything about that. I have no symptoms before my period comes. It just comes. And then in 24 hours, it's gone. The longest my period has lasted in the last 10 years is 28 hours which is a little bit over a day I, <laughs> and i i eat meat now right so i'm shifting a little bit um because you know i i i know in the long run what is what so i used to so after all of that i introduced that meat into my into my um routine from um eating standpoint and even though it's not something that i eat every single day or whatever it's something that i introduced back into my diet and i am now at a place where i want to kind of go through a thing where i'm removing that again but removing this type of beef and pork 
and these types of things are going to make not just your reproductive system healthier, but your digestive system healthier. And when your digestive system is healthier, guess what? Everything else flourishes. How long do you think it takes for pork to be digested out of your body, Kevin? Out of your body? Um, what's that? About three, four days? You think, you think it's, it's fish? And that's what about fish. So wait, that's fish time. That that is how long fish of your body. If you go to the bathroom after every meal, because if you don't go to the bathroom after every meal, then it's sitting in you much longer. Okay, so, so we're talking about. Let me give twice that time. Rundown? Give it a rundown. Give it. Give, give us a rundown. Let, let's let's have oh. it. Let's go ahead and okay. ruin everybody. Everybody's. Everybody's life. <laughs> okay, so seafood, fish, that kind of thing. Let's say five days. If you go to the bathroom after every meal. Not go to the bathroom once a day. I'm talking about going to the bathroom after every meal. Let's move into chicken. Let's say 15 days, give or take. Right? Now we're going into beef. Let's say 28 days. Mm. Now we're going into pork. It's definitely almost four days, not more. Did you just say four T? Like four zero, like what I am. I'm four zero years old, yes. Four zero. NASA. Mm -mm. Say it ain't so. Yep. Say yes. it ain't so. I, I, I refuse to accept it. <laughs> All right. All right, Kevin. Don't accept it. <laughs> uh, but it's reality. oh my goodness yeah so when we understand that so when my clients come to me and i create a treatment plan for them because they're trying to heal whatever it is they want to heal maybe um they want to become pregnant they want to shrink their fibroids they want to raise their libido whatever it is eating foods that sit down in your digestive system for so long doesn't help your situation when it comes to healing mm. so when my clients are going to eat the foolishness i tell them make it worth it right make it worth it like i'm not saying don't ever eat that and don't ever eat that but when you eat it you you like macaroni and cheese don't just eat macaroni and cheese from anywhere you know that that mac and cheese that your grandmother makes or that mac and cheese that you have at, at Thanksgiving that your cousin makes is amazing. Have I that. don't blame you. Have it. Mm -hmm. Rock it till the wheels fall off, right? But make it worth it. Because if it's not worth it, what's the point? There's right. no point. Right, right. So. Yeah. So, so um, those that are, are, are listening in right now, you may have questions. Uh, 773-789 still gets you in touch. Wherever you are in the world, use that number. You can call, text, WhatsApp, Telegram. They all work. 773-789-7839. If you're watching, you can see it scrolling across the bottom of your screen. 773-789-7839. Use up the number, get your questions answered, 
are addressed if, if even if they're not answered they, they is addressed you know so call up call us up right now or anytime leading up to we have about another 30 minutes and change maybe depending on how the, the, the information flows um to, to 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 wrap this up so you had cut meat out of your diet you had cut dairy out of your diet those of you who are, are regular listeners to healthy love you know that these are things that have been addressed on many many occasions um marva riley my resident nurse wrote the book eat sleep meditate mm. and it's it's a nurse's guide to good health and she came from literally from death's door using those three methods and she wrote about it and she has written two other books since then relating to her journey relating to staying healthy and getting healthy and i can tell you some of the very same things that you are talking about now are some of the very same things that we have spoken about over the past i would say probably three four years um we had been talking about this on a regular basis with with marvel i've i've been addressing this since 2010 <laughs> <laughs> talking about some of these very same things over and over and over again different people different times different things they all come back and one key thing that i was told and it, it never left me when i started doing healthy love i started doing it with my chiropractor she was my 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 healthy love person and i would sit back and let her just go and what dr jenny stone said one time that stuck with me forever was one of the very same things that you said very early in this broadcast tonight it all starts in the gut. Everything happens in the gut. So your gut health determines your overall health. And I've been saying it since back in 2010 when I started doing the night shift to DJ Kevin Stew. Till today, we're still saying it. Your gut health determines your overall health. And so here it is that we are being bombarded by all these things that we put in our mouth. In the name of satisfying our palate but to and what extent convenience. and what and convenience and convenience yes there are people that live to eat and there are people that eat to live determine which one of them you want to be that's exactly. that's pretty much where i am at and then and then and then knowing that you you create that situation for yourself you know what i mean so if it is that you have to meal prep, if it is that you have to find in your neighborhood a place that you can, if you don't want to cook, and there's no judgment. I mean, depending on your life and what's going on and what you want to do versus what you don't want to do. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you can make the decision. But if you want to eat healthy and you don't want to cook for yourself, there are holistic and natural places and, and wellness um, restaurants or whatever that can facilitate that for you. But you want to figure that out. It's so funny. The one of the major things that I try to instill 
in my clients and whoever else is that how we cook what we cook with the oils we cook with the foods that we cook the vegetables all of those also make a difference right mm -hmm. you could get up every day and be like i'm going to the supermarket and i'm gonna go buy myself some broccoli and i'm gonna go get some grapes that are seedless and i'm gonna do uh, 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 and all these things right but at the end of the day all of that is murdering the whole of your digestive system it's, ooh, yes. yes right if something is made with seeds and you can get it without seeds something girl, is wrong boy don't do it okay yeah we don't have to deal with this whole gmo thing this whole gmo thing is not the thing you get a lemon you cut it there's no seed no in seed. your lemon. there's no seed in your lime nobody even squeezes it in your water don't bother make your lemonade please throw it out <laughs> but, make sure but, that but, when you buy that again you don't buy it from there but you can't where do you find it you're not finding it anywhere all this all not to mention the fact that you can't even grow a citrus tree anymore because where are you going to get the seeds? Yeah. So it's it, it, it next to impossible to find an orange that has seeds. It's next to impossible to find lemons and limes that have seeds. Or the grape. Grapes. Made a huge thing with this grape thing. Like people actually don't want to buy um, grapes that have seeds. That's like when they... Seedless grapes, they are the most excitable. Ex like they're excited. They're, they're it's, it's crazy. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. And I went to I went to I went to the supermarket today for my mom and I could not find grapes that had seeds. And there I was no, like there are none. There are none. When you talk to children today and you tell them that, you know, eating grapes and you spit out the seed and they, 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 they spit out what? what? What seed? Why do we have to spit it out though? I've swallowed so many grape seeds in my life. I think I'd be growing <laughs> vines out my ears <laughs> by now. <laughs> the seed, the whatever, it's not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Right? It's not a bad thing. It's better to eat the seed than to eat the fruit that does not have the seed that is made to have the seed. Right. That's just that's just the reality. So, you have adopted these practices, and they helped you in. Cause well, how long? How long before your last pregnancy? I should. This is the way I should have asked this question. How long before your last pregnancy did you start adopting these practices for you to get to the point where you could say? Oh, um, let me go back to this technique. I just learned it. Let me use this as we're on the way to calm myself. And then here came the baby. So these other parts that, that, that make up the whole Ramona, the, the diet and the, the breathing. Wait, does exercise and sleep come in here anywhere? Of course, things are we need to exercise. We've got to figure out a way. So whatever works for you. So for some it's walking, for some it's running, for some it's jump rope, for some it's swimming, depending on what ailments you probably have. 
It doesn't matter. As long as you're sweating, as long as you're doing the work, it could be high knees, it could be, I mean, we want to exercise. Exercise is very important. And of course, if there's a lack of sleep, that is going to affect your mental health, that's going to affect your physical health. And so we want to tap into those things as well. For people that have an issue with sleeping, and this is like going a little bit to the side, but it's something that needs to be touched on. And I'm so glad that you said it. For those that have an issue with sleeping, man, you know what your best friend is? Your best friend is magnesium. Mm-hmm. And not magnesium citrate, but magnesium glycinate. That is your friend. You want to be taking magnesium glycinate at least depending on your sleep situation, but on an average, you want to do like 800 milligrams before you go to bed. So maybe, you know, if you go to bed at 11, maybe you can take this at like eight, or maybe you can take this at like seven, right? And you put that in your body. You're going to sleep better. You're going to have less pain. You're going to have, and I'm talking anything, joint pain, head pain, foot pain, Vaginal pain, I don't care what kind of pain. The pain is non-existent. Just like your periods. You got painful periods, get on some good magnesium. And it's got to be good magnesium because you guys need to understand that. Just because you see it in the store and it says magnesium or it says probiotics or it says prenatal vitamins, we need to look at the ingredients. Mm-hmm. What type of fillers are in it? What is it made of? What kind of capsule is it in? Mm. These are things that, again, you have to be educated on because you're never going to know. I mean, you never go to school for that. You go to school for engineering. You go to school for advertisement. You go to school for all kinds of other things. You never go to school for that. So you're not going to know. And even when you go to school for that, you don't necessarily get that information. So right. if you're buying a capsule or let's say a vitamin or a mineral or some kind of something that's supposed to heal you and it's in a capsule form and it is a gelatin capsule. If it's a gelatin capsule, guess what? It has like meat. Meat. Like meat. Like meat. Like from an animal. Like meat. So you are now eating and swallowing this vitamin that you have spent your money on thinking that hey you're healing yourself and you're in a better situation but you're not you're stressing out your digestive system with the beef that is in the gelatin capsule not knowing you could be eating no meat and decided that listen i am not gonna do any meat i'm gonna go vegan but then you're still eating this capsule i'm eating this vitamin or this mineral that is inside a A gelatin gelatin capsule Never thought about it. Yeah. It's a thing. So we always want veggie capsules. We always want to make sure that if something is a filler, it's not a rice filler. It's not a flour filler. Why why is rice and flour in my vitamin? If everyone right now who is listening goes to the vitamins that they're taking, I don't care if it's B12, I don't care if it's a mineral, whatever it is that they pop, a, a probiotic, and they look at the ingredients and they say gelatin, mm-hmm. don't, eat, like, don't take it again. It's not healing you. It's actually taking away from you. 
unfortunately. Hmm. The magnesium that you talk about, where do you naturally find it? Okay, so we can find magnesium in like Irish moss. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean the one that look yellow. So, I'll give you a tip. When you are doing anything, may that be your cooking with your seasoning or your whatever, anything that comes in yellow but also comes in purple, guess which one you choose? Purple. Ah, okay. So there is yellowish Irish moss and there is purple Irish moss. The purple is going to be better. You have yellow and white onion and you have purple onion. Which one is better? Purple. Okay. White onion and, and, and yellow onion create inflammation. So if you suffer from arthritis and you suffer from inflammation and you suffer from cancer and you suffer from all these things, white and yellow onion is only taking you closer to your grave. Hmm. Purple, purple, purple. Even your, even your potatoes, right? Yes. People are eating like Irish potato. Irish potato is inflammation in itself. There's no nutritional value whatsoever. You want, you want, you have to eat potato. Get the purple one. I get, I get the sweet one. Well, look kind of orangey. Mm-hmm. White, yellow. It's not your friend. Not when it comes to those types of foods. So, the the, 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 the magnesium, so Irish moss, where else can we find it, that? Um, so, I would definitely say, if you are trying to magnesium, Irish moss, great place. And you can put that in your smoothie and you can get it in capsules and you can get it in many ways to fit your normal routine so that it can be a consistent thing right mm-hmm. um iron itself is also a thing right as black people we need more iron than people who don't have as much melanin in them right so when we go to the doctor and they do our blood work and all these things and they will say oh your iron is at 11 and low iron is like seven and eight and nine. So 11 is better. But as a black human being, 11 is still too low. You as a black person, your iron needs to be like a 14. Because black people need more iron. Because of how we're built. Because of how we're made. Mm. Versus a Caucasian who would not necessarily need as much iron in their body. So if it's magnesium, if it's iron, if it's, um, if it's, and, and even things like protein, you know, protein is like a funny thing too, right? Because we're right. told that we need a whole heap of protein. And of course, in yourself, you think what, the only place that you can get this protein is from meat, meat right? right? And I don't want to sit here and say everybody to be a vegan, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a realistic thing. 
I mean, it's great to have the mentality and the strive and pushing towards that. But when I work with my clients who eat beef and pork and chicken every day and every other day, right, me telling them to come off of meat altogether, that doesn't make no sense. That is not realistic. Right. But cutting down and shifting it and then seeing how your body changes, guess what? That is where the motivation comes from for you to not eat meat the way you would usually eat it because you realize how you feel. You realize the difference and that speaks volumes. So back to the question that I had asked initially. When you started before your last child, how uh, was it a long time before your your daughter that you had made changes in your diet and and no got, what kind of timeline we're talking about? So I had my miscarriage in November. I found out I was pregnant like two days before my birthday, and my birthday is in October, the end of October, the twenty fourth, and I found mm-hmm. out that I was pregnant like two days before, right? And I started to make the change in terms of my food intake in January. I remember like December, from December going into January, because I remember not eating everything at Christmas dinner that year. You know, all the niceness. Mm. Um. February came around, I was pregnant. And the the meiosis was gone. So between December to February, I cut out my meat. I did my sound therapy. I did my color therapy. I did all of these different things. And I got pregnant. And then then meiosis was gone. And it has not come back since. And I'm so grateful. So there was not any premeditated anything going towards that. No, I made the shift when I realized that something was wrong. And then it just manifested into like greatness. And I'm so grateful for that. As you have been working with people. um, And I say people and not just women, because I, I really believe it is important that men have this information also. So as you have been working with people, what kind of timelines have you seen where there has been this positive change when these adjustments start to be made? In less than a month, there's a How extreme had the change been in order to see a, a change in less than a month? So... When I have people that come to me and they start cleansing, because you could come to me for anything. You could come to me for fertility issues. You could come to me because you have high blood pressure, diabetes, a fatty liver, cancer. I don't care what it is that you come to me for. When you come to me, the first thing I'm going to do is cleanse you. You see, after a month of cleansing, you feel like a whole new person. Mm-hmm. Because your blood is being cleansed, your circulatory system, your lymphatic system, a system we don't talk about a lot, but it's so important, the lymphatic system. Yes. Right? When we now start to break that down and release all the toxins from it and cleanse it, 
you feel like a brand new person in less than a month. My clients are blown away at how they feel, right? After a month. And even though they are trying and going through the motions of changing their diet, so maybe they haven't cut off all the meats, but they realize, all right, my God, not try to eat too much liver. By the way, the liver is the dirtiest part of any human being. So we shouldn't even eat liver from an animal. It's like the dirtiest part. It's where everything is. Mm -hmm. Everything. All of the toxins are in the liver. That's where purification takes place. Uh, or that is where all the madness takes place. If purification isn't happening. Right? So if it's autism, if it is diabetes, if it is endometriosis, if it is cancer, the liver, the liver, the liver. We gotta cleanse the digestive system, especially the liver. Mm. So when we cleanse that and clean that and stimulate that and strengthen it, because it's not just about cleansing, but we also have to strengthen. And that's my issue with when people just go and just go do a cleanse. Like, you don't want to cleanse out the good, the bad, and the in-between from it. Because then what do you have fighting for you? You have nothing. You're susceptible to any disease and any condition because you have no good bacteria to fight off anything because you have killed the good bacteria. It's the reason why I don't like garlic unless you cook with it. Mm. Garlic kills the good, the bad, and the in-between when it's raw. Right. It's the reason why women take a needle with a string and sew in the garlic and put the garlic in their vagina for beast infection or BV yeah. or what them have and then them pull it out three days later garlic kills, kills the good the bad and the in-between and with a lot of cleanses it also does the same thing cleaning the good the bad and also the in-between and we don't want to remove the good bacteria we just want to make sure we're just removing all the negative aspects and entities that are in our body and we keep the good things which is why probiotics is something everyone should be on man woman child elderly from your alive and breathing you should be on a probiotic recommended probiotics would be what ah uh, so there is this brand called um renew renew great brand they have for kids and they have for adults when you do a probiotic you as a so let's start with the children. If you're doing a probiotic for your child who is under the age of 12, they should be having at least 5 billion cultures. Billion. 5 billion cultures. If we're talking about an adult now, which would be over the age of 12, you want at least 50 billion cultures. Now, if we're talking about someone that has an issue, you're suffering from some kind of ailment, you want a hundred billion cultures daily. How, how is that measured in, in terms of intake quantity? So it depends because every probiotic has different, there are different um, amount of um, bacteria, good bacteria, um, um, and that type of thing. So what I would say is, if we're talking about like the renewed brand, for example, uh, 
you can take one capsule that has 50 um, billion cultures, right? If mm -hmm. you get the 15, 50 billion cultures capsules, right? You can also get more than that. You can get up to, you can go past 100. And of course, as you go more, the price gets more because it's more, right? right. It's more than the body. So for example, let's say you take 50 billion cultures every day because you know you are you are under the age of 60 but you're over the age of 12 and you're taking 50 billion cultures every day let's say that you get sick it could be covid it could be a little flu it could be whatever you now want to double that at least because now you need to put all that extra good bacteria in your body so that it can fight the bad bacteria because it's the bad bacteria that's winning while right. you're coughing and sneezing and you know feel so right and these types of things so you want to double that mm -hmm. or you triple it just depending on your financial situation not everybody can do that right, right. but you want to put that you're making a conscious effort to add to the situation when it comes to your probiotics so at least 50 billion, if you can do more on a daily basis, do more. No. And for a child, five, five billion cultures are for anyone under the age of 12, I would say, unless they're sick. No, like you said, it depends on, on your pocket, how, if you can afford it. Now, for those that can't afford it, what then would be the alternative? Because if you can't, enhance your health by adding something to it now we're talking about removing something yep so what would be the trade-off if, if your budget can't manage it the trade-off is because if you can't find the the alternative to help with everything else then and buy the probiotics or buy the female vitamin or buy the male vitamin or the picnidem vitamin or all of vitamin, then you are the one that has to watch their diet more than anyone else because you can't afford to facilitate your body with these other extra niceness that you can get. So now you need to really watch your diet. You need to watch the type of carbs you're eating, gluten, fiber, this, that, that. Oat bread, whatever the thing is. But fiber is is you. It's recommended to have fiber so you can have these regular bowel movements. Fiber is recommended. Right. You're eating properly. You don't have to go and necessarily put extra fiber in your body. Fiber is in our fruits. Fibers is in our vitamins naturally. I mean, our fruits and our vegetables naturally. We don't necessarily have to go and go and buy bread that have fiber but because guess what the bread has fiber which is great uh -huh. but it all has gluten and um and, and everything has sugar feel bad. <laughs> everything has gluten. so gross as you know Kevin. yes as you know yes but, but the other part is that everything has sucrose in it everything has sugar Everything. And sugar affects the digestive system and the health of it, right? So 
I have clients who are like, oh, no, I don't use white sugar. I use brown sugar. And I'm like, my girl, it still creates inflammation. Brown sugar is not good for you. Right? And even when they say, oh, I use honey. What kind of honey are you using? Are you using honey from your area? Or are you buying a honey that is in a bottle that's shaped like one beer? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> right? Because honey is only positive for your body when you get the honey from your area. Because that's the environment that you live in and, and the bees that are making the honey. 100%. It's a thing. It's a whole thing. Yes. Yes. So you don't want, if you're a and you live in a Florida or you live in a Canada and you want, oh, I want Jamaican honey because Jamaican honey is the best. No. If you don't live in Jamaica, it's not the best for you. Find the one that is closest to you and work that out. Mm. Makes sense. You see, these are these are some of the little things that we often take a, a broad brush when it comes to doing that portrait of our health. And so we take information on a wide scale and say, well, yeah, that is for me. I hear that, you know, we, we, we should have Irish moss. So I go and go get some, go into the store to go get some Irish moss. Not thinking about the color. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of it. Not that I go to the store and get Irish moss. I can't tell the last time I had some Irish moss. But, just I got some day. capsules. You have some capsules? Yeah. I'll, 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 I can gift you that. And I'll gladly <laughs> receive it. And, and you know, I, I don't think of a white Irish, because all my life, you know, I'm, I'm thinking Irish moss is the whiter one. And you boil it, right? Yeah, they boil it and, and do the whole... But what happens when you put heat to something it breaks it down um so for me with my irish moss what i do is i put it in a dehydrator so it doesn't go over 180 degrees and then after i have dehydrated then i grind it so it's never boiled it never goes 180 degrees so the potency is high that's what we want You see me looking at you crying uh, with, with, my, with my head turned to the side. <laughs> Those who are listening in, that, that, that pregnant pause was just me looking at her in amazement. Um, again, <laughs> simple things that go beyond thought. We don't think about these things. Who, who, who would have thunk and... I, <laughs> Boy, the amount of mind-blowing things you have said tonight that just leave me just mind-struck. Okay, so now we're not boiling our, our, our Irish moss. We're dehydrating it mm -hmm. and grinding it. And then what happened after we grind it? Just add water? And then, so, for, so it depends on how you buy it, right? So let's say, for example, you were buying it from me. It would have been in a capsule. I would have dehydrated it, I would have grinded it, and I would have stuffed it into a veggie capsule, and then you can just swallow it, right? That's how I sell my Irish moss. Everybody is different, right? So it really just depends on what is more convenient for you, what works, right? 
maybe putting it in your smoothie works. But for me, I love the capsule as the capsule the the capsule cap capsule aspect because you know, I that's don't a have to taste <laughs> the salt that comes with. Because let's keep it real, it's salty as heck. Right. And I'm not talking about in terms of making your high blood pressure worse. I just mean in terms of taste. Right. Mm -hmm. It's extremely salty. So no matter what you put it in, it could be sweet. It could be anything. It's going to end up salty because the Irish moss is salty. So putting it in a capsule and just popping it in your mouth is always going to be a great, easy way. And that's just me personally. Again, everyone is different. Mm hmm. But just like things like um, broccoli. Mm -hmm. Do you eat broccoli? Not as much as I used to. Okay. So broccoli, we have been taught that's like it's so healthy for us, right? And we should eat it and we should eat it. It makes you very flatulent. It, it, it really can make you quite flatulent. But yes. It's all GMO. It's, it's, you know, cruciferous vegetables, you know, cruciferous foods. It, it, it's typically good for you, as, as we're told. Right. But at the end of the day, it's not really that good for you. It's a GMO, it's a GMO vegetable. Broccoli is? Right. Broccoli wasn't a... I mean, a ten, I mean, 100 years ago. It wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. Broccoli is a new thing. Broccoli give people gas. Yes. Right? But so do, so do beans and peas. Okay, it depends on the peas. It depends on the beans. Some beans and some peas are good for you. Some aren't. Kidney peas. Mm -hmm. Not good for you. Navy beans. Great for you. I've never heard so anybody make rice and navy beans. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, it's, I know. It's, it's not a thing. It's not a thing. But I don't even think most people know what navy beans are. You know what I mean? I don't even think so. Like even gungo peas. Gungo peas is better than red peas. Yeah, some good gungo peas soup with a, with a ham bone. And you know, you, yeah. <laughs> and the ham. You have to fling the ham bone in there and then it make everything the yeah. best version of itself. Y'all should see the look that I got to that ham bone statement. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna fight it. I get it. Been there, done that, enjoyed it, right? And yes. if it's if it's Christmas dinner or something like that, I will like veer to the left or veer to the right. So, um, to probably maybe taste it, depending on my situation, depending on how I feel about it. But I get it because this is how we've been conditioned. This yes. is what we know. You know what I mean? So, it's not a judgment. I have, I'm not judging anyone. But it's about education and understanding and knowing so that you can make the best decision for yourself. So, you know you like pork, right? But now you know pork is so good for you. So when you go get pork, you make sure that the pork worth it. You don't just go to a restaurant and you're never go there yet and you don't know how the pork stay and say, I'm going to eat, I'm going to order the pork because it might not be worth it. Right. 
you get the pork when you know say it a go good. So if a if a Christmas dinner ham pork, or if a if a this place make a nice stew piece, or whatever the case is, you make it worth it. But right, it right. cannot be a weekly thing or a daily thing because it is not going to allow you to be able to heal your body the way you want to heal your body if you're trying to heal your body. So if we were to 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 wrap this up in a little bow um when it comes to woman health and again this is as important for women as it is for well as important for men as it is for women when we're looking at womb health and and i know we went we touched on many things tonight and some people have thought yeah hey but wait what does that have to do with womb health just about everything so how would you wrap this all up in a neat package to influence someone to say let me pay closer attention to what i'm doing so that my wife my mother my daughter my aunt my cousin my girlfriend can have a better life can have one two three day periods to push it to a limit versus six seven eight days with five of them being painful um okay so what i would say is there and and we're gonna do the short version Mm -hmm. um the types of pads and tampons you use are huge okay let's say let's say you don't Mm. change let's say you don't do that Let's say you still like eat your beef and you still like eat your pork and you still like eat your liver and your kidney and you don't care what Ramona Spence you still like eat it. If it is that you change your pads or your tampons, I'm telling you, your period is your period, the length of your period is gonna drop at least two days. Change it to what though? Change it to what? So the major and I'm not gonna mention any brands, right? Types. But Let's talk ta- the Let's majority talk types. of the brands that we know of, yes, the popular, yes, they have chlorine bleach in them. They have pesticides in them. They have plastic in them. That alone are gonna make you bleed like it a go out of style. Mm. So them could have say hundred percent cut cotton little more. That is the only thing that they can rave about. That is why it's there. Mm. Right? When you use a natural pad or a natural tampon without changing your diet, your period length will change. Really? Maybe how you clocked might change. But definitely the length of your period will change. So women look at those types of things when they look at a pad when they're buying a tampon they want to see no plastic no um chlorine bleach free and pesticide free if you can't find it holla at me you see i can help i have a friend that 
um, had gotten into the pad business, the, the sanitary napkin business, and 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 it's been years since we've been trying to coordinate bringing her on this broadcast, and ha- I haven't been able to do it. And I, I'm gonna have to follow up on that right now because yeah. you 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 brought it to the forefront of my mind yet again, you know, and and when. She and I spoke about this a few years ago. I was like, this is amazing. But nobody, I, I never thought there was an issue with sanitary napkins or tampons affecting the overall health of a woman or yeah. even the length of their periods. It's a thing. Just think about it. You are releasing... You're at your most vulnerable time when it comes to reproductive, right? Mm -hmm. There wasn't a sperm that fertilized the egg, and so you got your period, right? That's Mm -hmm. that's literally what happened, right? And now, after that, you now have this period. When it comes to using these types of sanitary napkins that have this chlorine bleach or whatever, it's going to, there's no doubt about it, it's going to make your periods worse. And when women now change over, that's when they realize, oh my gosh, it's short of, I didn't do anything else other than change it. And don't get me wrong. When you buy these pads, they're going to probably be a little bit more expensive than what you would usually buy. But as time goes on, you're going to buy less because you are bleeding less. Mm. Actually works out for you in the better, in the long run. At first, it might not seem like that, but trust me, it ends up working out. So I am sure if I did not use natural and, and I don't really do pads. I am a tampon girl. I like wearing my thong them, doing my period, and just being transparent, right? Listen, you have a period for one day. You know, you, you don't have anything to, to talk about. You have a yeah, period for one but, day. But that, day could, that one day could be a heavy day. And if it's a heavy day, then where am I going with a tampon? Right. Because it's a heavy day. Right. And we know women know men don't know, but women know when we have something inserted in our vaginas when we're on our period. A lot of times our uterus, it's more painful because something is there. Yes. Because remember, a tampon is like constant penetration. It's not it's, it's, it's not that it's going back and forth type of penetration, but something is definitely up there for long periods of time. And so your body is going to respond and to it that. expands as, as the longer it stays. And it expands the longer it stays. Mm-hmm. And then we're talking about, you know, if it's if it has bleach, if it has pesticides, if it has this now we have to look into things like, Oh my gosh, yeast infections, bacteria vaginosis, blah, blah, blah. There's just so much other things, which is why I tell women all the time, listen, you want to steam your vagina on the last day or the second to last day of your period. When you can steam and release all of that extraness and all that waste, the next period you have is always going to be better because you've released it. So a lot of women, when their period starts, it's a little brown or it's burgundy or it's dark. 
Whatever way it go, it's dark. Right. That's not good. When your period starts, it should be pink or bright red. Any other color is not it. Mm. Because it's that the blood is fresh it's new it is literally just coming off of the uterine lining or wall however you want to say it and it is now being released when it is brown and when it is burgundy it is telling us that the blood is old so guess what happened your period came your 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 cervix opened blood came down it was a certain amount of days that passed and then the cervix closed back because naturally that's what it does. And guess what? When it closed back, it did not release all of the blood. So the next time when you have your period, guess what happens? The old blood is there first before the fresh blood that is coming from the uterus or the lining of the uterus. And that old blood can create so many issues. So we want to release that blood, which is why it's always great to steam your vagina the last day of your period or the second day, the second to last day of your period, when you are just spotting, when it's a spotting day, that's when you want to steal a spotting day. And you're going to find that your periods are better, they're shorter, they don't smell, because your period is not supposed to smell. It's not supposed to smell. Smell how it stink? No, nothing's supposed to stink. Nothing's supposed to feel funny. Nothing's supposed to smell funny. I tell women all the time, Kevin, your period should be easy breezy beautiful and of course that's not my hashtag that's somebody else's hashtag but it should be that <laughs> easy and breezy other than that you're sick your vagina is sick your reproductive system is sick your digestive system is sick if you are not having a breezy period ramona we're gonna have to talk about this some more because even the whole steaming thing, I, I remember back in the day, there was a commercial um, and it, it went, this, this daughter talking to her mom and she goes, mom, do you douche? And it was a whole thing. So we're going to have to talk steaming. We're going to have to talk vaginal care. We're going to have to talk womb care because the majority of what we addressed tonight was basically some general things that we can do to and it, it affected our overall health. But at the same time, it did help. It did affect um, womb health. And yeah. so when you when you mention things like steaming. You know, we're going to have to look into that. You know, what, what is involved in steaming? How do you get into the process? When you look at, at when you talk about things like, like um, sanitary napkins, periods, I mean, yeah, periods, um, pads, tampons, we, we're going to have to get a little bit more in depth in that and how they affect the overall health. You touched on it in a great way and, and it really would stimulate the mind as it should and i tell people all the time uh, one of the reasons i do this broadcast i'm here to stimulate your appetite not satisfy your hunger so you should be hungry for more information when we're done as I like that. we are right now i know i am 
So we're going to have to talk some more because you touched on some very important things that even in Jamaica and those listening in on Earth 96 right now, big ups to you, welcome. Um, <laughs> these are things that I, I, I don't think we address a whole lot in Jamaica because we just go off the, uh, okay, period, come in, let me go get a pack of um, pads or some pads and some tampons because that's the thing to do. Right. Not understanding the body or what that is. You know what I mean? So that's a huge thing. And then again, just reproductive on a whole, Kevin. Like, yes. I mean, we're talking, I mean, there's so much more to talk about. I mean, so we're going to have to do this again at some point because we have, you know, vaginal you know we have we have sex to talk about in terms of the man of the woman what that looks like how we please each other i mean that's a huge thing because a lot of i mean let's say 60 percent of women aren't really orgasming when they have sex that's a huge thing like there's so much to talk about there's so much to learn um and I mean, if you want me on again, you know I'm here. You know, I can facilitate that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're going to make it work. And um, I'm, I'm pretty sure the next time I have you on, you'll, your video will be up. I won't have a, just an image of you up. It's, it's crazy how that happened tonight. And I don't know. I just don't know. But how can people get in touch with you? Um, how can people reach you? How can people find out more about what it is that you do and The Cosmic Woman? Okay, so one of the best ways is definitely on Instagram. Um, there's a lot of information there. I do my lives there. Um, I, I just push a lot of information there. So you can look for me at Cosmic Womb Man. So it's C-O-S-M-I-C-W-O-M-B-M-A-N. That's also on Facebook as well. Um, I realized that with my with my jamaican slash caribbean client they have a tendency to send emails about their situation like they're not as comfortable to just send a um a dm or something like that so if it is that you are more comfortable sending um an email cosmicwoman at gmail.com is a way that you can do so and no question is a dumb question okay there is also our whatsapp number which is 876 area code 406-2764 and you can ask whichever questions it is um that you have uh i will try to facilitate and guide you um where it is that you need to go or what you need to do all right give me that phone number again let me put this in the in the, in the chat uh, um in the stew pot 876-406 2764. And the email? Cosmicwoman at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Correct. So, um, those of you who are, are in the stew pot, are watching on kevinstew.com the phone number to reach Ramona the whatsapp link up 876-406-2764 and cosmic woman 
at gmail.com. That's C-O-S-M-I-C-W-O-M-B-M-A-N at gmail.com. Get in touch. Get in touch. Blow up our phone. There's always IG. There's always Facebook also if you want to send a message. There's TikTok as well. So we're on TikTok. We're newly on TikTok. So we're trying to get into that whole TikTok vibe. You know how that goes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's it's a social media age. So, you know, why not? Um, Instagram, well, social media, Cosmic Woman. Yes, on all on all social all media social platforms. platforms. Yes, awesomeness, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Ramona Spence Riley, <laughs> boy, I, I could have used all of the name them. <laughs> the vagina leap. Hey, when I was introduced to Ramona, I was introduced to her as that. Um, <laughs> Ryan said, uh, so have you met the vagina lady? And I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> the, the who now? <laughs> yes, I make vaginas tight, right, and happy. We make vaginas dance around here. Hey, listen, you know, I thought <laughs> I did that. But hey, if you say you do it, you have proof. <laughs> You know, Ramona, thank you. Thank you for taking the time out to share of your experience and to share of your knowledge. And as, as, as we go on this journey toward optimal health, I, I pray your continued success and opportunities for us to continue to share. I, just, I got a message from one of my affiliates just now um, wanting your contact information. So... I'll I'll be sure to connect you too before the the morning has gone too far in because you know it's it's just six more minutes before the night is over. I'm saying it is morning, <laughs> <laughs> right? So, Ramona, we will talk, and um, you're gonna get a call from at least one more of my one of my affiliates, um, making arrangements. This was this 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 was in the making for a while, so yes. I'm glad that it manifested into reality. It must be that new moon in Leo. Must it, be that. It it's but. something, but whatever it is, <laughs> I'm not questioning it. Questioning it, I'm just working we're, with it and running with it. Awesome! Thank you so much for having me, Kevin. Much appreciated. It's my pleasure. Believe. And me. we will again. Definitely. All right. Yeah. I, I'm gonna. Link up with you in a little bit. All right. So we'll talk. Okay. All right. Cool. Ladies and gentlemen, um, Ramona Spence Riley, awesome, awesome woman. And talk about one that is, is looking about getting health right. Yeah. Just remember, you have one life to live. I don't know how you're going to live it, what you're going to do with it. Just live it.
This one is Joanna Marie taking out to this, taking us out to this broadcast. Her rendition, rendition of One Life to Live. As we get out of here, want to remind you to look out for members of your community. Remember, your community is not just the development that you live in, but it spreads far and wide. Those that you pass on the bus, the plane, the boat, the train, whether you walk, ride, or drive, these are members of your community. Do something good for one of them today because you never know who's going to do something good for you tomorrow. My name is Kevin Stew, so I'd like to do it to you, for you, and with you. Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays, right here at the Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew. 10 p.m. till midnight Eastern. I want to say thank you to my affiliates all over the globe. Out of Jamaica, Earth 96 FM. Mix, 90, mix 102.com out of Jersey along with NIE Radio Island Worldwide out of New York along with uh, Reggae Pulse Radio out of Long Island, New York and The Foundation Radio Network ClintonLindsay.com Mr. Lindsay, enough love, big respect One Harmony Radio out of the UK King Genius, Queen Genius enough love Top of the morning to you guys over there in the UK. Of course, the family right here, KevinStew.com. And the night shift to DJ Kevin Stew on TuneIn Radio. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Big ups to all my segment sponsors, Paul C Media Group, Althea Healing Heavenly Hands. The Global Base and McNeil Trucking. Thank you all. Good morning, good afternoon, good day to you wherever you are in the world from right here in South Florida. I bid you all a very good night. Take care of yourselves. Be good. If you can't be good, be good at it. I'm out of here. Greetings and salutations, one and all. You're invited to tune in to the Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew. It airs on Mondays with Community and Finance, Tuesdays with Healthy Love, and Wednesdays with Real Talk from 10 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. Come spend some time interacting in the stew pot where we keep things bubbling and wind down in musical therapy. The Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew is on kevinstew.com where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment. <laughs>